Searching for a job is hard. It can feel so overwhelming and you just don't know where to start. Once you get your resume polished up and LinkedIn profile ready, then what next? Most people just apply to as many jobs as they can find, but the experts tell you to network, network, network. It's pretty easy to find recruiters and job coaches to talk to, but the hardest ones to find are the hiring managers and they hold the golden tickets. I've made it my mission to find these folks and get them to spill some of their secrets. And who knows, maybe one of them is my future boss. Today we have Michelle Horn from the University of Georgia is joining us. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Suzanne. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Well, I was hoping you could just start off telling us just a little bit about your career so far. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been in marketing. I have a marketing degree and have actually used that marketing degree my whole career. Um, I know a lot of people in marketing have done a lot of different things, which contributes to some some good teams that I've been on, but um, I have been in marketing since the beginning, so about 25 years, 23, 24, I lose track of time, but I have been able to put marketing to work, mostly in tech marketing, um, and so that has been selling products, but then most recently in um, higher education, which is a little bit of a different spin. We're actually trying to focus more on brand marketing of the university in my current job, which has been a lot of fun, but it's good to be able to take that marketing formula and just apply it to any audience and any um, kind of messages. So I'm actually the executive director for integrated marketing and brand strategy, which is a lot of words, but really what we're trying to do at the University of Georgia is make sure we're thoughtful about integrating across teams. And so even though my specific team is writers and digital social web kind of people, we're actually trying to um, make sure that we're talking to the PR team and the creative teams and other teams like that as much as we can on a regular basis. So that is the integrated word is very important to what we're trying to do and to um, just sort of how we're approaching our marketing at the University of Georgia. So what's a favorite project or campaign that you've been able to work on during your career? So at the University of Georgia, I actually... I've really enjoyed some of the campaigns that are just high-level brand awareness. Um, A lot of what we do is even related to football games, which is fun, sort of getting the fans to know more about the University of Georgia outside of just football. And so that's been a lot of fun. But also, I've been able to work on a new project that we're doing called the Innovation District. So some programs and things that we're doing around innovation and like kind of small business startups and then also um, just sort of uh, new products to market so that's kind of fun just sort of coming at it at a little bit of a different angle than I have so far here and then actually when I was um, working at Dell I actually had a lot of fun working on the Windows 10 launch back in the day <laughs> but mostly because that was a global launch and it was a lot of fun just working with global teams and you know kind of coordinating and organizing all of that even though it was hard it was fun so good good well you know what what do you love about your current role or company or being at the University of Georgia? Well, I think the interesting thing about higher ed is that it's a bigger purpose in a way. There's more kind of, you know, we're equipping students and teaching them to, you know, kind of become the person they're going to become. So that's kind of a cool sort of in addition to we're not just trying to kind of sell a product. We're, we're kind of training people for the next generation. So I think that's a lot of fun. But overall, just any job, I think people that I work 
work with is what's most important and what makes it the most fun. And so I really do like my team. I've liked a lot of teams I've worked with over the years, thankfully. <laughs> so yeah, I, I really like sort of the combination of those two things. And so, you know, when I reached out to you, this is a podcast focused on job seekers. Do you, you know, do you have, what kind of people do you look for to join your team? Any tips on that or types of yeah. That's a good question. It kind of depends on the role, but if I think just broadly, I'm actually in the middle of a hiring process right now, so it was kind of good timing. I think smart is, of course, important. I always tell my team, we pay you to think. I want you to have ideas. I want you to, to come with new things that you're thinking through. Um, I want you to have an opinion. I don't want you just to defer to me or defer to another manager. So I think smart and then also uh, scrappy is probably a good way to describe it, especially on a team like I have now. It's small, but you have to just find ways to try new things and to actually just kind of come up with a solution, maybe even learning something new that you hadn't known before because no one else is there to do it. So I would say short answer, smart and scrappy. <laughs> smart and scrappy, that's good. Are there any red flags? So when you're talking to potential candidates, if you hear some things that, you know, that might give you pause or that you might want to dig into or that you're like, um, I don't think that that would work for, for our team. Yeah, this one is interesting. I think there's a few red flags that any manager will see just on a resume, just based on the fact that, you know, not everyone's going to be a really perfect fit, not enough experience, that sort of thing. But once you get to the interview process, it looks like they're kind of a good fit on paper. I think one of the worst things someone could do is to try too hard to fit the role exactly because no one is a perfect fit for any one job and we want people to kind of bring a different opinion um so i think that that's always a flag to me if someone's like yes i've done that and yes i have that perfect experience and that's exactly what i can do and you're kind of like skeptical for some reason when that happens so i think the honesty of someone saying i don't know that yet but i if they even kind of bring it up in the conversation and address it and then yeah. you, you, you can decide if that's super important to the role or if it's an area that's a growth area or exactly. what actually exactly yeah i think going back to what we talked about before just you know the, the ability for someone to acknowledge where they may not fit exactly but acknowledge also that they're willing to go there it's, it shows a lot of just character and someone you want on your team so cool okay well we're coming out of the pandemic so I definitely am wanting to kind of survey everyone. What are your thoughts on work from home, going back to the office? I know your school and different companies will have different policies, but just personally, what, what are you thinking will look like for you guys or what would you like it to look like for y'all? Yes, we are very much a in-person type organization just because the students are on campus. But when I step back out of that and think about just how do I get my job done, I love the flexibility of doing both. You know, there's some things that I need to be in the office and face-to-face -face talk to someone. And then there's other times that you have got to just sit down and digest and think through something and be able to really focus. So whether it's working from home or whether it's working, I know some of the writers on my team will just go to the library on campus and work or go to a coffee shop and work. Just being able to have the flexibility to step away, I think is important. And I try to foster that maybe not formally, but just, you know, when I can for the people on my team so they can have that time to step away, but then know that, you know, you have a team meeting and you need to talk things through. So it's good both ways right <laughs> yeah so you know what's your best career advice that you've ever received oh my this one I think what I would say and I can't even 
pinpoint exactly who would have said this or at what point. Like, it's not something that's like a memory of mine. But I know I've heard it from a couple of different people. And more importantly, I've seen it modeled in some of my best managers is that kindness goes a long way. So just being kind, giving the benefit of the doubt, don't assume the worst in people or assume someone's out to get you, even if they are. (laughs) It's better almost for you mentally, but then also for your relationship building and even building relationships that might carry you to your next job. Um, to someone who will eventually maybe be your boss one day. So I think kindness at the end of the day, easier said than done some days, but (laughs) is a a big one. Good. Well, you know, I really enjoyed our conversation, but to wrap things up, I'm hoping to learn some fun facts about my guests. So do you have any fun facts about yourself that, I don't know, that you can share? I'm a dog person instead of a cat person, so let's get that out there. I do love to travel. I think one of my favorite trips was going to Hawaii, and I have it on the schedule to go back sometime soon now that quarantine is lifted, so that's exciting. And then I think one of the things that I feel like colleagues and sometimes friends, but colleagues find interesting about me is that I really love change. Like it, I like whenever there's sort of a new person on the team or something different kind of going on, a new restaurant to try, a new, you know, project to work on. And so, um, especially in higher ed, a lot of times people tend to settle in and stay in the same role for a number of years. But um, I like to kind of, I like kind of mixing it up from a career standpoint. But, but yeah, I think that that's me. I mean, what else is there to say? I don't know. <laughs> what's, what's one of your guilty pleasures? Ice cream. <laughs> and my son, Jack, definitely um, does not help with that at all. It's also one of his. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for jumping on the phone today to have a quick chat about career stuff with me. I really appreciate you taking the time and learning some new things. Yeah. Thanks, so. Suzanne. This is Suzanne Baldwin. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you've learned something new to help on your job search. Make sure to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast player. You can also connect with me at SuzanneBaldwin.com. Maybe one of you is my future boss.